Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. Hello everyone. This is Sue Barber. Welcome to the Visibility Factor podcast. In episode 6, I talked about imposter syndrome, how it can impact your success in the six types of imposter syndrome from my book, The Visibility Factor. I'll include the link to that in the show notes so you can go back and listen to it if you missed it. Today's episode is going to actually focus on the third type of imposter syndrome from the book, image judger, which you may know as someone who compares or spends time comparing themselves with other people. Comparing ourselves to others is something that everyone has done at one point in their life. We all grew up being compared to each other in school, in sports, and at home. Statistics were tracked about grades, sports achievements, and you may have felt like your parents were keeping track of what you were doing versus your siblings. Fast forward to becoming an adult and the comparison continues. People are rated in companies on their performance and potential. Employees are rated in comparison to their peers. How is the company doing in comparison to the competition? From a personal perspective, people are comparing themselves to their neighbors. Do they drive a nice car? Do they have a nicer house? There are a million things to compare against, and in the end, what's it doing for us? What does someone who is an image judger look like and feel like? You constantly look for others for advice and try to emulate what they are doing. You do everything like everyone else does and don't do anything to set yourself apart. You don't trust yourself to make decisions. You rely on everyone else to help you solve problems because you may lack confidence. Others will see you as a follower and not a thought leader. You operate from fear and insecurity instead of strength. You focus too much on other people's plans and ideas and not your own. You feel as if you can never measure up to other people and you doubt your abilities. In an article by Joshua Becker called A Helpful Guide to Stop Comparing Yourself to Others, he does a great job of highlighting the pitfalls of comparison and ideas on how to stop doing it. I will share the link in the show notes for you so you can check it out for yourself. Some of the key highlights that I found in the article to be very helpful were we typically compare the worst we know of ourselves to the best that we presume about other people. You can control one life, yours. But when we constantly compare ourselves to others, we waste precious energy focusing on other people's lives rather than our own. Your gifts and talents and successes and contributions and value are entirely unique to you and your purpose in this world. They can never be properly compared to anyone else. I wanted to share an example of writing the book with you because I think it's a good example of where this piece came into play for me. When I thought about writing the book, I thought there's a million leadership books out there. I'm sure there's books on visibility that people have already written and I just haven't found yet. And why is my book going to be different? How is it going to be different for someone to really pick up, take a look at and be able to leverage? And when I mentioned this to AJ Harper who you probably heard about in episode 2 about writing the book, she shared with me no one else is going to have your unique experiences too. No one's going to have your stories, your client's stories, no one's going to have the action plan process that you're building. No one's going to have that. So your book will be unique and it will speak to the audiences it's supposed to. 
And it gave me such a relief to think I don't have to measure myself up to anyone else. I get to go on my own path and create a book that I really want to create that I think is going to help a lot of people. And so that's just a really good example of taking the time to not compare, focus on what you want to do and do it in the best way for you. Care about people's approval and you will be their prisoner. Imagine that if you only focus on what everyone else thinks, you won't be able to do anything without their approval. Don't give other people the power to dictate your life and what you do with it. So let's think about some questions that you can ask for yourself if comparison is something that you struggle with. If you're ready to do something different, maybe you focus on these questions. Build some awareness for yourself on where you are judging your image against other people. Would it change your conversations and actions if you remembered that the people you interact with don't think about you as much as you think that they do? Author Olin Miller said, you probably wouldn't worry about what people think of you if you could know how seldom they do. How often are you in a conversation where you're thinking to yourself, I bet they think I don't know enough. I bet they think that was a really dumb comment. We spend so much time thinking about that that we're not actually in the conversation. We're focused on what someone else is thinking and they really are not doing that at all. They're probably wondering what you're thinking about them. Ask yourself if you want to give all your power to someone else. You can't control what they think or what they do. All you can do is control your own thoughts and behaviors. I call this the ripple effect. If you change some behaviors, the way that you're thinking, your perspective, it starts to affect how other people see you, but it also affects how they react to you. And it has a ripple effect across an organization. Try changing just a few things, how you show up, the things that you say, standing up for yourself, being more confident, and start to see how people respond to you. It has a ripple effect, I promise. If you weren't worried about what anyone else thought of you, what could you accomplish towards your visibility goals or any other goals that you have? You had no constraints to hold you back and you get to decide what that looks like for you. I do this a lot when I am coaching people. I want them to be able to live in possibility. I want them to be open to new ideas and new ways of doing things. And they can't do that if they spend their time worried about what everyone else is thinking. So I ask them to release all constraints. There are no constraints anymore. Now what can you do? And it allows them to come up with new ideas, new ways of doing things, new ways of saying things, new ways of showing up. So don't be afraid to do that for yourself. One of my favorites, are you comparing your insides to someone else's outsides? Do you look at where you are in your journey versus where others are? If they're five years ahead of you in experiences, then they should be ahead of you. It doesn't mean that where you are is wrong or not exactly where you should be. Focus on your own journey Try to learn from them so maybe you can avoid some mistakes that they made along the way. You could have some lessons learned that you could apply to your own career, your own job, but don't feel like you have to be just like them. Are you believing what everyone else on social media says? It's so easy to get caught up in comparison when you see all the things that people are saying on there. How much is actually true? I found a great example of this I just watched a few weeks ago called Inventing Anna. It's by Shonda Rhimes, who does Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. And in that show, it's actually a true story about someone who claimed to have a huge trust fund and was leveraging that trust fund to be able to get more money to do things in New York. And so she made a lot of influential friends and a lot of those influential friends believed that she had all this money and she really didn't. And so it became this whole made up life that she had on Instagram And when people would see her traveling, they would assume she had lots of money. She would talk about things and appear to have a lot of money. And she actually didn't. And it caused a lot of drama for her friends and her people who are working with her. 
And no one could trust her at some point along the way when they figured out that she really didn't have the money anymore. I just thought it was a great example of how people believe social media over what's right in front of them. She was continually saying one thing and doing another, but because her Instagram showed a different side of her, they believed it. Take the time to really get to know people one-on-one. Don't always trust what you see in social media. It's probably not accurate. It's probably something that people are making up so that they look great. Real people have real situations, real issues, real problems, and so do you. And so don't be afraid to have a real conversation with someone as a human. The last one I wanted to share with you is, are you seeking out external validation from others in order to feel good about yourself or what you are doing? We talked earlier about how parents, teachers, and managers can have influence on you and really affect what you do because you're looking for an A in a class, you're looking for a good performance review, and of course, you want your parents' approval. When I left Kraft in 2015, I read a book by Byron Katie. If you're not familiar with Byron Katie, she's the author of multiple books that help people look at their thinking in a new way. I first learned about her when I read this book called Loving What Is, Four Questions That Can Change Your Life. This book helped me realize how much I craved external validation and had no idea. I remember that after I finished that book, I said out loud, why didn't I read this book 10 years ago? It was one of those moments that I'll never forget. I had wasted too much time and energy trying to be what others wanted. I could stop the comparison and judgment that I lived with every day. I could trust myself and do what I thought was right. It was a very empowering moment to realize that I no longer had to live that way. If you think about it, how much of your time is wasted on comparison? According to psychotherapist Rebecca Sparks, it's human nature to compare ourselves to others. The human brain is wired to compare ourselves to other members of the species. It was a primitive way of keeping ourselves safe. We needed to constantly evaluate our peers. Are they better than us? Do they have potentially greater physical power or esteem in a hierarchy? Who is a threat to us? With whom do we need to forge an alliance to make ourselves safe? It's okay to compare if you are leveraging it to learn from others and fast adapt what you want from them, but it is not good when it makes you feel bad about yourself. It can cause anxiety, stress, low self-esteem, and depression because it makes us feel like we aren't good enough, not at the right level of success yet, and when we measure ourselves against everyone else, we are behind. If you find this is happening for you, spend less time on social media and more time actually meeting with people. Social media is what people are trying to create to be the person that they want to be, but they're probably having the same challenges and issues that you are. So spend time with real people. A quote attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Don't give in to the comparison and let others make you feel bad about yourself. Make healthy choices for you to stay out of comparison. I have a few suggestions for you to help you do that. Become very aware of your own successes, whether you're a writer, musician, doctor, landscaper, mom, student. You have a unique perspective backed by unique experiences and unique gifts. You have the capacity to love, serve, and contribute. You have everything you need to accomplish good in your part of the world. With that opportunity in front of you, become aware of your past successes and find motivation in them to pursue more. Remind yourself that nobody is perfect. While focusing on the negatives is rarely as helpful as focusing on the positives, there is important space to be found, remembering that nobody is perfect and nobody is living a painless life. Triumph requires an obstacle to be overcome, and everybody is suffering through their own, whether you are close enough to know it or not. If you need to compare, compare with yourself. 
We ought to strive to be the best possible versions of ourselves, not only for our own selves, but for the benefit and contribution we can offer to others. Work hard to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Commit to growing a little bit each day and learn to celebrate the little advancements you are making without comparing them to others. When you trust yourself, you stop worrying about what everyone else is doing, and you can focus on creating your own visibility, focus on the things that you want to do in your life. Here's a brief recap of what I shared today. Ask yourself some key questions to see if you are in comparison so you can begin to break this habit. Learned about the ways that being an image judger can hold you back? What are some of the pitfalls of comparison and ways that you can move yourself out of comparison and focus on the things that you want to do? You can only control what you do every day. If you want to make a change, then do it. Don't do it for someone else. Do it for yourself. Focus on yourself and the great gifts that are unique to you. Do the best you can and believe in yourself. It has been said that comparison is the thief of joy. Time is too short to spend focused on everyone else. Putting yourself out there in a bigger way is a journey and there is no scorecard. Don't compare yourself to others and put them on a pedestal. Stay on your own path and don't worry about the competition. Celebrate your wins and talk about your successes. I try to always make sure that I am celebrating accomplishments. It's not something that I've done in the past. And I think people who are in comparison sometimes forget to celebrate their own wins. So I wanted to walk my own talk today and share with you that today is episode 10. I'm really excited to be able to share this podcast with you. And I really am celebrating episode 10. And I'm sure I'll be celebrating episode 20 and 30 and 100 and 200. But I wanted to just take the time to show you and model for you what it's like to celebrate your successes, even if they're small, even if it's just something that you are the only one who knows about it. Don't be afraid to celebrate that. Let's go in and talk about the Rise and Shine visibility tip for today. If you are someone who struggles with comparing your image to others, just know that everyone wants to be seen in a positive way and recognized for doing well in their jobs. But how much of your time is spent focused on what your management or others think of you? If you focus only on others' opinions, you will never know what you really think or how to do things without validation from others. Build trust in yourself by stopping to think about what you want to do and what your opinion is first. You can seek out input and feedback, but don't shy away from your original opinion unless there's something big, some compelling evidence to change it. Give yourself permission to be imperfect and make mistakes. When you let go of comparison, you have the freedom to do whatever you want. Thank you so much for joining the Visibility Factor podcast today. I hope you learned some new ideas around what comparison can do for you and how to move away from it. Trust yourself and move forward in your own life and take your own journey. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor podcast.